0: This is a Federal News Network podcast.
1: Most of the Pentagon's military and civilian workforce has been subject to a worldwide travel ban for the last two months. But DOD is starting to slowly unwind those restrictions. Officials rolled out a new plan this week that will take a more geographic approach to who can and who cannot travel. As Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports, decisions will be based
2: mostly on local conditions. The first places to see the travel restrictions lifted will be the ones where there are clear signs that the spread of coronavirus has slowed. The Pentagon says some places already meet the new criteria it's developed to return to, quote, unrestricted travel. Some of the bans for DOD moving to and from those spots could be lifted as soon as this week. But officials haven't yet identified exactly where those places are. In general, however, officials say they'll be relying heavily on assessments by state and local health officials, along with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. In order to resume travel to or from a particular spot, DOD will look to factors such as whether local officials have lifted stay-at-home orders and whether new COVID-19 cases have been on a downward trajectory for at least 14 days. Matthew Donovan is the Undersecretary of Defense for Personnel and Readiness.
0: While the COVID-19 pandemic still Presents an overall risk to our service members, civilians, and their families. Varying conditions across the nation warrant this transition to a tailored approach. All DOD service members, civilians, and their dependents whose travel is government funded will continue stop movement, both internationally and domestically, while this memorandum is in effect, unless the conditions specified by the Secretary are met or if they're covered by specific exemptions and waivers detailed in the memo.
2: Donovan says decisions about what places will open up first will be based on two overarching factors.
0: Consideration of factors such as removal of shelter-in-place orders and a downward trend of new COVID-19 cases over the preceding 14 days will be used to make a determination for the resumption of movement between states, regions, and nations. The second set of factors incorporates the evaluation of installation-level conditions. This includes items such as whether there are local travel restrictions, sufficient capacity at medical treatment facilities or local hospitals, testing capability and capacity, and the availability of essential services such as schools and childcare. These factors will be carefully considered before movement decisions are made.
2: In any case, DOD's existing stop movement orders will still apply unless the travelers planning to leave from and arrive at places that have already been approved for unrestricted travel. Donovan's office plans to track those locations in an internal DOD data analytics system, but officials say they'll also announce them publicly on a regular basis. Also on Tuesday, the department published a new phased reopening plan for what's known as the Pentagon Reservation, the D.C. area offices that include the Pentagon itself and other leased and D.U.D.-owned facilities in the Washington area. Much like D.U.D.'s phased approach to loosening travel restrictions, the plan for the National Capital Region will depend on whether COVID cases among Pentagon employees in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia have been headed downward for at least 14 days in a row. Lisa Hirschman, DUD's chief management officer, says there has indeed been a downward trend amongst the Pentagon workforce, but it's only lasted eight days so far.
3: We look at our numbers every single day and report uh, to the task force daily. So we've been running linear regression analysis, and we look at at what point did we start an actual downward trend, and that started on May 14th. So we don't have any uh, data yet that from the weekend, considering it was a long weekend, but so far we have, are counting about eight days of solid uh, data and we are still in a downward. Uh, Regression. So, right now, that's where things stand, but we've got a ways to go.
2: If and when that trend sustains itself for at least 14 days, the Pentagon will move into the first of five planned phases of reopening its D.C. area facilities. In phase one, 60% of the workforce would still be expected to telework. Those that return to Pentagon offices would be expected to wear masks whenever they can't socially distance from co workers, and gatherings of more than 10 people would still be banned. If there's no evidence of a rebound, and coronavirus cases are still headed downward after another two weeks. The Pentagon would move on to the next phase, which includes a goal of 20 percent of employees teleworking. Employees would still be expected to wear masks, but gatherings of up to 50 people would be allowed. The restrictions would continue to decrease over the subsequent weeks if infection rates continue to fall until the Pentagon reaches phase four or normal operations. But there are other considerations DOD will have to take into account before it moves into each new phase, like whether the area's metro rail system is operating with enough capacity to take employees to and from work, and whether schools or daycare facilities are back open. Hirschman says DOD is trying to coordinate those considerations with other agencies in the D.C. area.
3: OPM right now um, and OMB have been uh, having regular calls, and what they are very helpful with is what's happening with other agencies, what's happening in the national capital region, but also where do we stand with other things that we have to orchestrate. We're thinking about where mass mass transit stands as well as things like daycare centers. So all of that is information and insights that are provided from the National Capital Region that is helpful for us as we orchestrate this for the, national, uh, for the Pentagon Reservation.
2: But even once the department returns to normal, it's quite possible the Pentagon will still have many more teleworkers than it did before the pandemic. As of now, some Pentagon work groups, especially those who can do their jobs without accessing classified networks, have reached telework rates of 90% or more
3: we've encouraged each of the leadership to to think about what makes sense i can say even in my own organization we did some performance management tracking and we have some role some individuals who've actually been more productive so we're looking at what makes sense in terms of being able to complete the mission and and that's something that we're considering
2: jared serbu federal news
1: network check out jared's story at federalnewsnetwork.com Around the country, feds and contractors have risen to the challenge to ensure the government operates. That's why this year's May We Say Thank You e campaign, sponsored by WEPA, is giving you the opportunity to let the public servants in your life know just how much you appreciate them. Search thank you at federalnewsnetwork.com.